Today, as we sit here, it is June 3rd, 2023. It'll be probably June 4th, 2023, if you're listening. Um, or later, obviously. Um, I skipped last week to release an episode. So, you know, on our bi-weekly schedule, last week was... Um, the scheduled date last Sunday was the scheduled date to release the next episode. I waited because I had a feeling that the week slash weekend leading up to Ghostbusters Day, we might get some news and there would be more to talk about. And I was right. We have a ton of stuff regarding the new movie uh, to talk about today. I'm so excited with everything that I've seen and everything that I'm going to share with you. And then next Sunday uh, will be the Sunday after Ghostbusters Day. But to be honest with you, I probably won't wait until Sunday to record. Um, you know, I think... Uh, let me make sure I have this right again. I think the 8th is Ghostbusters Day. I keep getting, I have something else going on. Yes, it is. It's June 8th. I have something else going on on the 5th. And so I keep getting them uh, mixed up as to what's on the 5th and what's on the 8th. June 8th is Ghostbusters Day. So that's Thursday. I will probably, or actually most definitely, I'll end up recording Thursday night. Um, and I will release that night. So I'm going to try to get the episode out as quickly as I can after We've waited, you know, a pretty uh, good amount of time throughout the day for all the updates to come out. I will then record and release on Thursday night. So you're getting two Ecto One radio episodes within a week. So it's pretty exciting stuff, and there's a lot to talk about. So I'm really excited to jump into it here today. All right. Uh, before we get started here, you can find us on YouTube, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, um, Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes is the podcast channel. Um, that's where we do our regular show. Haven't done a new episode in, I think, a couple of weeks on there either, so about to drop a new one, um, new review. Uh, that's sort of our non-Ghostbusters regular stuff. We do classic movies and uh, newer movies, so it's kind of a mix of things. So go check that out, Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. That's our uh, uh, handle that you'll find us on social media pages. On our YouTube channel, we just have Ghostbusters content up right now, Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. Um, you'll find our YouTube channel. I've been playing the Ghostbusters 2009 video game. I've played some Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed on there. I have the streams uploaded. And then also, if you're not listening to this on YouTube right now, I also have these episodes uploaded to YouTube. So another option uh, for listening there. So let's just get all that out of the way right now. All right. 
we have many updates regarding uh, Ghostbusters uh, Firehouse, as it's still tentatively uh, named. But we'll start with this. Now, all of these articles I'm going to be reading are from uh, GhostbustersNews.com. If you're not a regular reader of GhostbustersNews.com, I would highly suggest suggest it. If you're not a watcher of the Ghostbusters News uh, YouTube channel, I, again, I would highly suggest it. Jason is, you know, one of the biggest Ghostbusters fans you could ever hope to meet. He is uh, extremely detailed, and um, he comes out with updates daily on the Ghostbusters franchise, which is really hard to do sometimes. So, all props to him. Um, so go check out his channel, go check out their website. There's plenty of merch on there. A lot, really, really great Ghostbusters merch that you can buy on the website. Um, a lot of cool t-shirts. I think they have hats, mugs, you know, all sorts of stuff. So, uh, go check that out. All of these articles I'm going to be reading are coming from ghostbustersnews.com. And I'm going to start right here because this is pretty much the most recent thing we've gotten. Um, so, like I said, uh, today as I'm recording, it's June 3rd, Saturday, June 3rd, and all throughout today, um, on social media, we kept getting videos from New York City, where Ghostbusters Firehouse is currently filming on the streets of New York with the Ecto-1, the updated Ecto-1. And before I jump into this, I'm just going to say this right now, and I'm going to make it as clear as I can make it. Uh, I, d I don't consider anything that I'm going to talk about on this episode to be a real spoiler. Um, there's going to be a little bit of character detail. There's going to be some description of some scenes being shot, but a lot of it's just pickup shots. There's no real detail to it. Um, I just, I, I personally, and I, I'm a guy who doesn't like spoilers, but I'm personally, um, telling you that I, I don't think these are really spoilers um especially what i'm about to talk about here so um if you if you still don't want to listen you want to go in you know completely cold turkey i respect it i'm giving you the fair warning now if you want to hop off just go ahead and hop off um so you know just fair warning right now um and this goes for the rest of the episode um but uh, all that having been said, uh, you can see plenty of pictures and videos of the Ecto-1 driving down the New York streets um, if you choose to do so. I've seen a lot on Twitter. I know there's some on Instagram, probably on YouTube by now. And we have the updated, uh, quote-unquote, I guess, refurbished Ecto-1 after um, Afterlife. Uh, in the clips, and you can see there's some difference to the Ecto one, and um, and I'll just I'll read the article or read parts of the article here for you. Um, again, this is coming from GhostbustersNews.com. Um, says with the upcoming Ghostbusters sequel set to take the franchise back to New York today, something strange was spotted in the Big Apple, as we've received multiple reports of the Ecto one tearing through city streets. Garnering lots of attention, social media went ablaze early Saturday morning while filming said to have taken place throughout Midtown Manhattan. Um, so looking at the modified 59 Cadillac at first glance, it appears very much as it did in the original 1984 film. However, on closer inspection, there are some noticeable changes. 
Among them are uh, additional red paint details and seemingly a semi-updated roof rack, featuring what we can only imagine is a new dome-like ghost-busting gadget. Also, to accommodate the gunner seat introduced in Afterlife, the vehicle's ladder can again be found on the left-hand side. While filming is most likely attached to the new Ghostbusters film, there is a chance that this footage could, could potentially be used as part of next week's Ghostbusters Day celebration, um, celebrating the 39th anniversary of the franchise. Alright, so, taking, I think this is for the film, it was, you could see in the videos, it had been set up for, it looked like a film shoot, uh, there were wind machines, cameras attached to the car, all over the car, um, so, I'm going to say this was for the movie. I, I think it's pretty... Um, I don't want to say it's definitive or anything because it's not, but it's pretty obvious this was for the movie, okay? And if you caught some of the pictures of the person inside the Ecto, they're wearing the Ghostbusters getup. Now, it's not anybody we know. Um, it, it's probably a stunt double. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you, there's some really great shots. Now, the roof rack does look different. There's obviously something different on top of the roof rack. I'm not sure an average person would notice it, but, you know, hardcore Ghostbusters fans are going to notice that roof rack looks a little different. There's there's some new stuff added there. But um, what is most noticeable to me are, like, the red racing stripes that are that extend all the way up the the hood of the car and go uh, to basically the front of the car. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, it's not a big deal. I would say they're, the, the stripes are, you know, three, four inches wide. Again, going all the way, all the way to the front of the car. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I think it just looks different. So it's, it is a little off putting, but there's really nothing wrong with it. It does kind of look cool. Um, again, it's just different when you've seen one thing, one way for you know 40 years or whatever um you know anything different is just going to look different it's going to stand out a little bit so there's not really anything wrong with it the car looks cool it does look like it's in great shape they fixed it up um which i'm I'm sure we all expected so you know it's it's really cool it's just cool to see the car tearing through you know the the city streets and you know Ghostbusters is back in New York and it's it's kind of an awesome, you know, thing to watch some of these clips. Now last week and interestingly enough, I haven't heard a lot of talk about this, but last week they were filming at the New York Mets uh stadium and they were filming in the uh parking lot doing some stunt filming with the car. And you could see like these machines that as they drove by the car, the machines were blowing up, not not exploding, but like blowing air up and and throwing these shopping carts that were in the parking lot uh, up in the air, almost like a ghost is doing it. So it was really cool. Look, it looks like there's going to be some great action, you know, with the car in this movie. And, and that's always really cool as a Ghostbusters fan to see. You know, in the first two Ghostbusters films, the car was relatively sidelined and it was you know just mainly used to um you know get from point a to point b 
And that's cool, that's fine, but with all the gadgetry that's on the car, it, it would be cool, kind of like we saw in Afterlife, to see the car utilized a little bit more. You know, I know like in the real Ghostbusters, we got to see that quite a bit, and not just with the Ecto-1, but with, you know, all the different vehicles they had in that series. So, yeah, it's it's going to be cool to have some of the action in, in New York, in the streets of New York, and there's going to be obviously some that has probably been sh- shot in London I, maybe I don't know. They may be doing all the car stuff in in New York. I don't know, but um, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be really cool to see. Let's move to the next piece of news here. Um, let's find this article here. All right, this is again also coming from Ghostbusters News. The title of this article is Dan Aykroyd says the next Ghostbusters will include good scares and great comedy and talks handling the franchise off to a new generation. So it reads here, Dan Aykroyd was a special guest on uh, today's episode of the Chris Moyle Show, and while there to promote Crystal Head Vodka's new limited edition Pride bottle, it didn't take long for the conversation to shift, centering around the upcoming Ghostbusters sequel. When speaking about the franchise, Toby Tarrant would bring up Ghostbusters Afterlife, calling it brilliant, leading Aykroyd to talk about the film's cast and how they'll be the ones that take over. Here's a quote from Dan Aykroyd. We're handing the torch to a new generation. It's someone younger now that has to put on that 50-pound pack and go out there and expose themselves to radiation. We have a terrific new cast, McKenna Grace and Finn Wolfhard and Logan Kilm. The idea now is that they're going to be the ones that take over. Now Paul Rudd is also in it and Carrie Coon. I love the new cast and it's going to be their responsibility now to keep it going and keep New York clean of pesky ghosts. He goes on to say McKenna Grace when she was, you know, a little girl, she dressed up as a Ghostbuster for Halloween and she said, I'm going to be a Ghostbuster someday and now she's effectively the CEO of the new iteration. Um, and then he goes on to talk about, um, the release of, of the next movie. And he says either end of the year or spring, not sure, you know, it'll be depending upon music and mixing and all the things that have to be done. I'm excited about it because I see what we're getting and there's some wonderful sequences and great comedy, good scares and great comedy. So a little bit of praise from Dan Aykroyd and look, I know that you can take that kind of stuff with a grain of salt. Dan Aykroyd is notorious as we've talked about before, you know, about talking about the newest movie that, you know, at the time he had had been talking about it 20 years ago, it was movies that were never going to happen. But, you know, he's always big on talking up to franchise and, and being a mascot for the franchise, which has always been incredible. You know, it's always been great to have somebody who was such a big part of the franchise, you know, somebody who was a star, a writer, you know, the guy who came up with the idea of the whole thing, be such a flag waver for the franchise. So I, it always makes me really happy to see him continue to to push forward and, and to, you know, continue to wave that flag for Ghostbusters fans. And look, he seems excited about it. I know that, you know, again, I know that doesn't hold a lot of weight because it pretty much seems like he'll say that about anything. But, you know, he could just say nothing at all, and that might not be a good thing. So, But what he says there about the end of the year or spring, depending upon music and mixing, I, you know, I think at this point in time, Gil Kennan and Jason Reitman have a pretty good idea of when this movie's going to come out. 
And I think that they probably have a pretty good idea that the movie probably just cannot come out the end of this year. It's just, I don't think it'll be ready. It's now June. They're still filming. I'm, I'm guessing that they're near the ending of filming now. I'm sure they saved all these pickup shots with the Ecto-1 and any, any sequences that they're going to shoot with that last. Um, so now that they're shooting in New York, that tells me they're probably close to the end of, you know, their run filming, but then you go into the really hard stuff. You go into the post-production, like he talks about the music and the mixing and all the things that you have to do, the visual effects. And that just takes a lot of time. And, And again, I've talked about this before, but once you get everything done and the movie is completely done, then you have to set aside time for marketing. You have to market a movie because if you do not market the movie, listen, a lot of you are probably on social media. You probably see trailers for movie movies all the time. You probably don't understand how people wouldn't know that something's coming out. But if you do not market a movie to the mass audiences, if you don't do it in TV spots and trailers that come out on TV and all these different you need advertisements you need to work with you know like last time they worked with you know i I forget the marshmallow company they worked with to come out with marshmallows and baskin robbins and um all these different things you need these marketing points to let people know that a movie's coming out because when that date hits it's so important this time around for us as ghostbusters fans It's so important to get people into that theater to see this movie. We want that to happen, okay? Because if it doesn't happen, this is quite possibly probably the last Ghostbusters movie they'll make. And that's, I really want to see more. I want to see them pick up this franchise and run with it for a while. So it's important that they market. And they know that. I'm not saying anything they don't know. But you have to set aside time for that. You know, there's a reason why, okay, you just look like right now, The Flash or Indiana Jones. Those are, you know, huge properties, but they started marketing a long time ago. You know, we, I mean, we started seeing stuff about the new Flash movie several months ago. We started seeing stuff about the new Indiana Jones movie months ago, right? You have to market a movie. People have to know when it's coming out. So, it just takes time for that. If they started right now, that would be a good point to start if it's coming out at the end of the year. Unfortunately, they can't start right now because the movie's not finished. And you can't start releasing trailers on a movie that's not really even close to finishing, not even done filming. You can't start releasing trailers. So I could say all that, and then next week at Ghostbusters Day, they could come out with some sort of trailer or teaser. It could happen, but... If it does happen, I'm going to be overly impressed with how well they're handling, you know, the speed of trying to release this on December 20th of this year. So, you know, does Dan actually know and he's just holding his cards there? I don't know, but we'll see. Um, There's not a lot to be taken out of this. Now, he did say the one other thing that is interesting to me about, you know, how McKenna Grace's character is Phoebe. She's effectively the CEO of the new iteration I could see that. I mean, I would more or less think that's Winston's role, but I'm sure what he means is she's going to be the brains behind it and, you know, kind of the Egon. She's going to, she's going to know, you know, about 
the the battles that they're gonna have to fight. She's gonna know about the ghost. She's gonna know the history and the backstory, and she knows the technology, and and so she's gonna be kind of you know the new iteration of Egon, which is not shocking or shouldn't be shocking to anybody. To anybody, excuse me. Um, given her role in the last movie, so you know, it, it's a little bit of news. Not a lot to take out of this, but it is a little bit of news. Let's move on to the next piece here. Um, if I can find it. So this is actually, uh, probably, I think this is actually the newest piece of news that has come out. Um, and there might be some of you listening who haven't even heard this yet. It's so new. Um, so we'll, we'll brush up on this. Um, so we talked about casting uh, for the new movie and the new players that are going to be in here that, you know, we we don't know much about yet. And we talked about, you know, Kamel Nanjiani. We talked about Patton Oswalt. Um, and we also talked about James Ackester, who I know the least about as an actor. I, I know he has a podcast. I know he's uh, British. I know that he, you know, has done some stuff that's more akin to that audience um from what i know i know he's a comedian um but uh in this article uh it is titled james Ackester's role in upcoming ghostbusters sequel gets revealed now this is sort of the character that he's going to play uh, again if you don't want to know anything about this this is your spoiler warning get out now um but again i don't think it's too spoiler spoilery so um, we'll jump into here. This is again uh, quotes from Dan Aykroyd that gave us this information. Um, and the quote from Dan Aykroyd is James is in our show. I think he means movie. Um, he plays one of the developers of new equipment, adding, He's great, he's very funny, and what a gentleman, he's wonderful. So this kind of goes against what I was expecting to be honest. I really thought, and I don't, again, don't ask me why I thought this, but I really kind of thought that he would be playing the villain. Um, but he's not according to this. He's going to be one of the, he's going to be a ghostbuster. He's going to be playing one of the developers of new equipment. So kind of a, a kind of a, Egon-ish character as well, kind of, you know, either a Ray or an Egon type of character uh, with just helping develop equipment and technology for the, the team. Um, that's literally all we're given, but, you know, it is it is a little su surprising to me, and I know it shouldn't be, but it is a little surprising to me that he's not a ghost. I mean, he's not the villain. I kind of thought he was going to be. But, and we we may still not know who the villain's going to I mean, we don't know who the villain's going to be, but that the person playing the villain might not have even been uh, announced yet. So we just don't know. But um, I, I was kind of putting my money on that's where he was going to go. So, you know, a little bit of news. I mean, we're we're... We don't have, we don't know much about this movie. I mean, we literally don't really have a plot, uh, you know, not, you know, we just don't know much, but little by little here, we're getting little tiny, tiny tidbits of stuff. And I'm assuming next week we'll get more. Um, and I don't know that it'll be a ton, but I know that we'll, we'll get something. And so, um, 
that's exciting. That's exciting to think about. Just just enough to hold us over until the release date. All right. One last thing I wanted to talk about before we we wrap it up here. Um, I did want to talk about the premium premium collectible studio uh, announcement where they are going to uh, be releasing um, some high quality Ghostbusters statues. Um, so this com- this came from uh, Monster Palooza this year. Uh, actually, this weekend, you know, it's taking place at the Pasadena Convention Center in Pasadena, California. Um, and they're showing sort of the first look at this line of collectibles. Um, so we know, and I talked a little bit about this last time, that Egon will be the first release. Um, and then you'll have Ray Stance, and then probably, you know, Peter and Winston in whatever order. The scale is one-fourth. So about, you know, each Ghostbuster is about 18 inches tall. So these aren't small figures. Definitely not small figures. But, um, you know, this is, I talked about this last time. These are not like toys that you're going to go get from Walmart. These are high dollar statues. I mean, they're going to be anywhere from 500 to a thousand dollars. I would, I would be willing to bet. Um, I did actually, I don't know. I don't know how many replay toys, uh, replay toy stores there are. I don't know how many, how many of you familiar with replay toys. I did visit one of those stores, uh, near my hometown last weekend and they've got so much cool stuff in there. It's mostly like vintage toys or, you know, toys made for, uh, vintage properties. And they had this really cool collection of these statues that were probably about a foot tall. Um, and they were super high detailed. I don't know who makes them. I need to find out. But they had everything from, you know, pretty much every Marvel character, every DC character. Um, they had a bunch of horror characters. And then they had one of Peter Vinkman. And I'm here to tell you right now, um, I'm thinking about going back and purchasing this statue. Um, it's, it is without a doubt the most detailed Ghostbuster figure I've ever seen. It looks just like Bill Murray. And it is really cool. The Proton Pack, I was looking at the Proton Pack and the Neutrona wand on it. It was super high detailed. You could see all the little buttons. I mean, everything was there. It was really nicely uh, painted. Um, just a really cool piece of art. I would have loved to have had it. It was a little, little bit above what I was looking to, to spend that day. I think it was about, you know, close to 400 bucks, but I think I may end up going back and getting, it It was really cool. So this announcement interests me, uh, because I like that kind of stuff. I like the high detail stuff. I like the old vintage toys as well, but when you can find something that's super well-made and high detail, you know, in the Ghostbusters world, we just haven't seen that that much, you know. Um, I know that, like, Eagle Moss came out with the Ecto-1 that was super high detailed. But other than that and these couple of statue releases, we just don't have much that has that much, you know, detail in it. So it's really cool to see that kind of stuff if you're a collector who's looking more in the higher-priced range for something. Um, this These premium collectible uh, Ghostbusters figures would be something to check out for sure, I think. 
All right. Um, so we've talked about everything new. Um, again, next week we're we're going to have a ton of stuff. Um, it's you know I, I'm imagining that we'll probably go a while next week um, just because um, you know I, I'm really expecting them to drop a lot of news and you know there will be a lot of updates from the different uh, get-togethers that are going to be had across the country with different Ghostbusters franchises so um, it's going to be an exciting week exciting build-up to Ghostbusters Day um, so we're really looking forward to it. I did want to do a sort of a shorter episode today since we're looking forward to that, but I did want to talk about the new news that we've had. And boy, I'll tell you, I'm really, really excited for a trailer. I, I, the, I Words can't describe how excited I am to just talk about a trailer and just see some stuff from the movie. When's the trailer going to come out? Your guess is as good as mine. We, you know, it could be next week. It could be three, four months from now. I just don't know. Nobody does. But um, it's going to be an exciting time in the world of Ghostbusters. All right, guys. Um, that's all we got for Ecto-1 Radio today. I appreciate you checking in. Um, and again, come back next Thursday, June 8th, next Thursday night, or even Friday, um, if it releases late and it's past your bedtime, um, come back, check us out. We're going to get into all the Ghostbusters Day stuff. We're going to talk about it all. So really looking forward to that. But this has been Ecto-1 Radio. I'm Andy and I'm your host and we'll catch you next time.